On the path to success, we find many adversities. What and to whom can be the stumbling block? Are we being spiritually punished for some things? Or is there something or someone trying to hinder us from receiving Almighty God's blessings? Thinking outside the plantations is based on the evidence-based perspective. Evidence shows who and what is oppressing people today. The plantations of depression, suicide, domestic violence, and addictions will not define us. We have the power to become free. This book will guide you through breaking the chains, thus enabling you to step off those mental and philosophical plantations that impede your social growth. This book is written by abuse survivors and designed for your individual and group studies. Books are available on Amazon.com, both the instructor's manual and the individual book. Amen. Good, good afternoon, everybody. This is Behind Closed Doors Ministries with our church service today, September 11th, 2022. God bless all of those that were uh, called home on September 11th uh, as we remember them and uh, we thank those that helped in their service. We also Thank God for those here today as well. Uh, We will be reading our scripture lesson out of Proverbs chapter 16. I'm sorry, Proverbs chapter 16 from the NIV. Uh, When we all have it, if we could say amen. Amen. To humans belong the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the proper answer of the tongue. All a person's ways seem good to him, but motives are weighed by the Lord. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. Through love and faithfulness, sin is atoned for. Through the fear of the Lord, evil is avoided. When the Lord takes pleasure in anyone's way, he causes their enemies to make peace with them. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. The lips of a king speak as a oracle, and his mouth does not betray justice. Honest scales and balances belong to the Lord. All the weights in the bag are of his making. Is established through righteousness. 
Kings take pleasure in honest lips. They value the one who speaks what is right. A king's wrath is a messages of death, but the wise will appease it. When a king's face brightens, it means life. His favor is like a rain cloud in spring. How much better to get wisdom than gold, to get insight rather than silver. The highway of the upright avoids evil. Those who guard their ways preserve their lives. Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. Better to be lowly in spirit along with the oppressed than to share plunder with the proud. The wise in heart are called discerning, and gracious words promote instruction. Prudence is a fount of life to the prudent, but folly brings punishment fools. The hearts of the wise make their mouths prudent, and their lips promote instruction. There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. The appetite of laborers works for them. Their hunger drives them on. A scoundrel plots evil, and on their lips, it's like a scorching fire. A worst person stirs up conflict, and a gossip separates a violent person entices their neighbor and leads them down a path that is not good. Whoever blinks with their eye is plotting perversity. Whoever pursues their lips is bent on evil. Gray hair is a crown of splendor. It is attained in the way of righteousness. Altogether, the lot is cast into the lap, but it's every decision is from the Lord. May God add a blessing to the hearers and doers of his holy word. Amen. From all that dwells below the skies. Creator's praise arise. Let the Redeemer's name be sung through every land by every tongue. Yes. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, who brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. 
Lord, have mercy upon us and incline our hearts to keep this love. Never, my God, to thee, nearer to thee, even though it be across that raiseth me still all my soul shall be nearer my god to thee nearer my god to thee nearer to thee. Hear what Christ our Savior saith. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of thy heart and with all of thy soul and with all of thy mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And on these two commandments hang all of the law and the prophets. Glory be to the Father, and to thy Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. Yes, praise God, praise God, from whom all blessings flow. Hallelujah, praise God, praise God. Are there any um, announcements that anybody would like to share? Amen. Um, the only announcement that I have uh, Tuesday at 7 o'clock will be Bible study. And... Um, uh, the scriptures that we will be studying out of um, will be out of Exodus, Job, and Genesis. So we're we're studying those three books of the Bible, and um, Sunday at two o'clock is our uh, worship service. Um, and with that being said, uh, if there's no other announcements. Uh, we will go into prayer requests. Are there any announcements? Yeah, the only announcements I have is that we did get to meet a new family member. That was what, Friday? Yes, yes, praise God, little uh, Raiden. Just so beautiful. Bless his little heart. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Praise God. That's in the name of and Jesus. And there's another cousin on the way within a cup. Another cousin on, well, third cousin to me on the way in a, a what they say. 
maybe in about a month. Yes. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? That is such a blessing. And, um, you know, it was nice seeing my uh, third cousin, his mother, Victoria. And uh, it was a blessing. Um, you know, she is a miracle baby. And we just get to see, you know, how God works, you know, and appreciate, um, you know, as the Lion King, the circle of life. You know, we are just so appreciative of our ancestors, our genealogy, and the uh, appreciation of life. You know, be kind to one another. You know, that's all God ever wanted for us to be kind and loving to one another and to obey his laws. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Uh, any other uh Announcements or uh, more thoughts, Sister uh, Patricia? Okay. Uh, if that is, uh, if there's no more announcements, any prayer requests? This uh, Wilson family and Douglas family, they are all Praise God. Yes, yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. As you had mentioned before, this is 9-11. I had forgot about that. But you know what? It's just something to think about. Nothing uh, to be taken for granted. We oh, I forgot today is September 11th. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, you just think nothing can happen to you, your country, uh, anybody at any time. But it's a time. I mean, just think about it's a blessing. The Lord woke us up and we're here now. And don't take all our blessings for granted. Exactly, you know, and praise this world, praise this world. You know, that is so true. It's just, you know, and um, we just, you know, especially in this time, you know, well, it, it's been like this since, you know, Adam and Eve sinned. There's always been debauchery. There's been sickness and illness and death. Um, and, and, you know, mankind, God gives us chances over and over and over again, you know, and what happened September 11th, what happened, um, in the slavery times, what happened to the Jewish, to the Chinese, to the Italians and all across the world, you know, um, enslavement and persecution is wrong. You know, and they did this to, to Jesus. They took Jesus hostage and and, and 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 abused him, you know, and persecuted him, you know, and crucified him. But, you know, we are hidden in Christ. And what is hidden in Christ is because our Christ is risen and he's reigning and he is our Lord. He is our rock. He is our redeemer. And we have to continue to be strong through these trials and tribulations, through these health issues, financial issues, mental health issues, all issues. We are giving them over to God. Amen? Amen. Amen. 
Are there any other prayer requests? Oh, yeah, because, like, it just made me think, like, I'll, you know, I see you live and learn to see the things that's always been told. You don't build your hopes on mankind. You build your hopes on things eternal. Amen. That old song and hold on to God's unchanging hand. Because you can't depend on man. Mm-hmm. That is so true. That is so, so true. That is so true. You know, well, we uh, have uh, not really a visitor. He's, you know, our member, our brother, Desmond Muhammad, and and he's on the line. Brother Desmond, good afternoon. Good afternoon to everybody. Praise God. Praise God. Well, yes, I'm going to tell can. you how good God is. Amen. Uh, I haven't been talking about it, but my family had turned on us over a house. And we realized it was our family's house. But we were trying to tell them it was hard to find housing at the time because of credit scores. Nonetheless, family became very ignorant, especially to those who helped them when they were down. It's, it's amazing how when we are down, people forget. They forget because they want to. And when they're up, they don't try to lend a hand to help anybody. It's sad, but it's part of life. As of yesterday, I was shocked and surprised. Me and my mother both have two apartments on the west side. And we've been given been given a blessing. Praise God. I I've been going through so much, and my mom has too. And we just kept pressing on. We didn't, as bad as we want to, curse our family out and say things, especially me. My mother kept telling me, no, because it speaks about it in the Bible, it says, this is fine. Say it for Lord. Amen. Yeah. It's okay, brother. I can't say I've been through so much. Going through so much. This is just part of my test. 
Yes, he is. It's a blessing. Everything that happened, I have to look at as a blessing. I'm still here. I'm mm. still honoring him. And I will always honor him. Amen. My life belongs to God. 100%. Amen. And that's why I'm sharing this. So, family, because you guys are family too, I want to tell you guys, I love each and every one of you. We love you. You're a blessing to me. You're a blessing to us. You are all Thank a blessing. You, you know, praise God. Thank you so much for your testimonies. finishing point has a beginning. In our lives, every hardship we faced brought about a new beginning, a new horizon, a new triumph. Beginning of a new is just one short story written by author Brylon Douglas in his book, My Purpose Ordained by God, collection of adventure and short stories from an autistically gifted child. From the adventures of Jerry Young, who disguises himself to hide from the world, to Mama, Please Don't Go, another heartfelt short story about a young girl named Mindy who fears losing her mother. Take this inspirational journey through this book written by Brylon Douglas and available right now on Amazon.com. a few minutes until they could exit to Koenigsegg Parkway. The roads and traffic take a turn for the worse. Readers and friends, the angel of death was near. Sterile and John prayed silently to Almighty God. 
Are they spared? Everyone hopes for a perfect love story. Some people dream of taking an adventure. In a small town named Poughkeepsie, New York, a couple and six young adults will meet and change one another lives forever. Take this journey in the adventures of Gurgle Boy, written by author Patrick M. Douglas. This book is available on Amazon.com. Yes, oh, Heavenly Father. Father God, this afternoon we bow before you, oh, Father God. Abba, Father. Father God, breathe on us, oh, sweet, sweet Lord. Breathe on us with your Holy Spirit, oh God. We welcome you in, through, and around us, oh, Heavenly Father. Continue to be our friend, Father God. Continue to be our confidant. Father God, you are our helper, our encourager, our Abba Father, our creator, our definer, our sovereign, our majesty. Yes, our almighty. Elohim, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Jireh. Father God, we worship you. Heavenly Father, on this altar, before we ask for anything, Father God, we just want to say that we love you and we thank you. Father God, right now we are here at this altar. Some of us are struggling with physical issues, oh God, aches and pains. Father God, some of us are coming to you in this altar with mental health issues of anxiety and depression. Father God, some of us are off this altar feeling betrayed right now. Father God, some of us at this altar is feeling incomplete right now. But Father God, at this altar, we know the devil is a liar. And we know that he who is in us is greater than any adversity in this world. Father God, you are in us, oh God. And we receive your Holy Spirit, Father God. Even though the enemy chases at our heels and sometimes it feels as though he, he seeks our flesh, Father God, our enemies can gnash their teeth, but they will not bite. For our flesh is covered with the blood of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Woo! Through his stripes we are healed, oh God. Father God, cover the Douglas family, the Carter family, Father God, the Larkin family, oh God, the, the Mohammed family, oh Heavenly Father. Father God, the Bryant family, oh Heavenly Father. Yes, in the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, cover all of our friends and families, Father God. Father God, go into the house and the, and the hearts of the wicked, Father God, that they can 
get on their knees and repent and call on Jesus. Yes, in the name of God. Yes. Yes, so heavenly Father. Father God, we just want to say this this afternoon, oh heavenly Father, that we truly love you, oh God. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we truly love you with all of our hearts, minds, and souls in the name of Jesus. Father God, we lift up our hands in the sanctuary, oh Heavenly Father. We lift up our hands, we lift up our hearts, oh God. Father God, you make us whole in the name of Jesus. You make us whole. Father God, as we just, just rock back and forth in your sweet Holy Spirit. We are mended. We are whole, oh God. Father God, we want to lift up those that, the families that have uh, lost a loved one, oh God. The families that have lost a loved one in the name of Jesus, Father God, on September 11th. Father God, we want to lift up those struggling from racial issues, Father God. Lift up those, Father God, that's dealing with hatred in themselves and with other people. Father God, we want to lift up those right now that don't have compassion, that actually look to see others fail. Father God, we want to lift up those right now that feel church hurt. Father God, we want to lift up those that are in the position to help people, but they have so much resentment and judgment that they don't want to help. Father God, we want to lift up those that's hanging on Satan's puppet strings that don't even know that they're clogging along to do mischief. Father God, we just ask that you cover our phones with the blood of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, that the adversity in people stop calling. Father God, those that are not meant for us to travel with on our journeys, Father God, just bring them to where they need to be. And Father God, bring people in our lives that want to see us succeed, that want to help us, not discourage or hinder us. Father God, we just truly want to know that if we want you to listen to our prayers, with your undivided attention, we also got to give you respect and listen to you with our undivided attention and respect. Father God, I just ask that you breathe on us, oh Heavenly Father. Breathe on us, oh God. Breathe on us, repelling all diseases, illnesses, pestilences, Strands of the COVID, strands of the coronaviruses, strands of the flus, Father God. Ooh, sweet Jesus. Father God, we ask for safe traveling mercies on these highways, byways, and roadways. Those selling on the air, uh, selling on the waterways and flying in the airways, oh God. Father God, also for those that are single. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you bring your anointed people in their, in their, we ask that you bring, the, Father God, yes, in the name of Jesus. 
Heavenly Father, we just ask that you bring them, Father God, into their presence. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, those that are on the counsel of the wicked, Father God, all we can say, Heavenly Father, is that we pray for them, that they come on out from the obscurity. Father God, you got some people right now that's mad at the position that they put themselves in. So they want to wreak havoc and disrupt what you're doing and what you're doing through other people, Father God. And all we could do was just pray for them, oh. Yes, all we could do is just pray for them, oh, Heavenly Father. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, with you, we are calm. Heavenly Father, with you, we are whole. Father God, I just ask that you cover my household, my children, my family, Father God, my friends. Father God, your people with the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary. Heavenly Father, we just want to lift up right now those that are enduring the storms, Heavenly Father. Father God, the tide, the shift has begun. Because of people's animosity and failure to repent and confess and to change, Father God, we're going to see so many things. But Heavenly Father, however the tide turns, however the shift pivots, Father God, we hold on to your unchanging hand. Father God, I just ask for your covering right now, Father God. That I am led by the Holy Spirit, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the great God I am. Have a Father, Yahweh, yes, yes, in every aspect of the way, Father God, I want to do your will. Father God, hide me, oh God. Hide me, Father God, and those closest to me, oh God. Behind the cross within your holy wings, for the adversary wants to devour this ministry and me, but Father God, the devil is a liar. You have spoken to me, oh God, about the deep-seated hatred and jealousy. And Father God, there's no reason people need to be jealous. They have their own blessings. But Father God, I know and I receive your message. Everybody that will smile in my face will not be my friend. So Father God, like Jesus took only 12, Father God, may you appoint those that I am supposed to walk with on this journey. And Father God, whoever is offended that they can't walk this walk and go to the next level, Father God, I just have a prayer from afar from them. And that's all I will do. Because Father God, my eye is on you. As your eyes are on me and your children, your eyes are on the Spirit. Father God, again, I just want to lift up those, Father God, that have been victimized by 
the sex trafficking. Father God, we thank you for all of your revelations. Father God, we thank you for all of your uh, 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 bringing these people to the surface and having justice and accountability. Father God, continue prayers, fervent prayers, oh God, for those with the sex trafficking. Father God, any uh, cold cases, Father God, uh, any any uh, abductions, Heavenly Father, uh, wolves and sheep clothing, those, Father God, expose those with the Jezebel spirits, Father God, ooh, yes, in the name of Jesus, yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just ask that you bless those that bless us. Chastise those, Father God, that wish us harm, oh God. Let them turn over a new leaf. Be made fresh with a new spirit. Become a new creature, oh God. Father God, we just continue want to lift up the Regina King family, Father God, as we know she is still going through. Father God, and Continue to lift up the the uh, uh, Israel Houghton and and Adrian Balan family, Father God. Just so happy that that young woman is is a mother, Father God, as she already was a mother, Father God. When our children, when we have children that are miscarried, they are still purpose children, and we are mothers, Father God. Whether our children are here on earth or in heaven, we are still mothers. And let all the women understand that that has suffered miscarriages, stillbirths, sits, Father God, that our children are alive in your kingdom. Father God, may our eyes stay fixed upon the new Jerusalem. Father God, may our ears be uh, uh, attentive to your message, Father God, and the promise of the new Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just always love you and need you in every aspect of the way. Father God, we just ask that you continue to bless our book sales, Father God, and let them move into your direction by your will, O Heavenly Father. Father God, and we just ask you to continue to close doors no man can open, open doors no man can close. This we pray in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Whoops. Okay. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. 
We are truly blessed the Lord has waken us up this morning. He has put a roof over our head. And even for those that were called home, they have no more words. They are free. Free from physical and spiritual captivity. For those that are going through temporary homelessness, temporary hunger, help is already on the way for God has already worked that out. And how do I know? Because I'm a living testimony. You see, sometimes we think because God is, is great, God is good, that we will never have to endure hardships. But when we look at it, and one second, is there someone snoring? No, I thought I heard snoring. Father God, we just ask that it's you just... Okay, Father God, we just... It's probably me. Okay. We're not snoring, but breathing. Oh, okay. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God. Father Sorry. God, is No, 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 no. No apologies. Father God, we just ask that you just touch us, oh God. Father God, yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. As we look in uh, Proverbs chapter 16, to humans belong the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the prosper answer of the tongue. Going back to, as I was saying, sometimes we feel God is so great, God is so good. Why is there negativity in this world? Why can bad things happen in this world? We have to remember God did not intend for bad things to happen. That's why he gave warnings. See, he talked to Adam and Eve about not touching the tree. God talked to Cain about changing the ways of his anger. But when we don't listen, we have to endure the hardships that are coming. Some say, well, why did Job endure all of that? Because God knew Job would pass the test. We cannot expect to have the sunshine without the storms, without the rain. We can't embrace the ability to be free of any type of health issues if we can't endure the aches and the pains. We live in a world today where people are so competitive, angry, bitter, malicious. They love to gossip. They love to slander. They love to see other people falter. 
some people say, oh, that ain't me. That ain't me. I, I go to church every single Sunday. I pay my tithes. I pay my dues. I, I say hallelujah, amen. I, I, I call on Jesus every day. So did Peter. But Jesus turned to him and told him, Satan, get behind me. In this world today, there needs to be not only a mental change and a spiritual change, but there needs to be an environmental change. And what do I mean by that? Society has conditioned people to think in the aspect and what the adversary wants us to think. Sometimes people be like, you know what? Nobody wants to work. You know what? People are just so lazy. But see, what happened is, the same thing will happen in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve wanted to be like a lowercase g God. They wanted to be smart. They wanted to be a boss. They wanted to be wise like a lowercase g God. So, in terms, they got what they asked for. You see, people have been so used to class systems, racial superiority, economic status. Some churches have been so laxed with having X amount of money coming in from the congregation and from the parishioners that they took it for granted. And then some people from the congregation was so used to having a preacher pastor right there to go to in their times and their troubles. They became last. So what happened in the year of these revelations, God is revealing the humans' plans of their hearts. So right now, what we're seeing is actions are really speaking louder than words. When the pandemic hit, you had churches closing the doors telling people, you know what? Hey, the pandemic is out here. We got to worship from the home. And hey, look, Y'all are y'all are the churches. The Bible says right here we are the temple. But they didn't expect that some people was gonna start paying tithes and dues to to them their own household. Well, this is two three hundred dollars. I could just keep it in my pocket to help go on some meals. And when I'm in a bind, I don't have to go to nobody and ask them anything. And then the, the 
then when all those dues and ties and different things that the, the churches was getting money for, it came to a halt. Some, some, not all. They wasn't able to get them extra Rolex watches. They wasn't able to drive in them BMWs. They wasn't able to get their wise furs and them fancy hats and shoes. But wait a minute, let's come on back to the church. We got to come on back. But some people ain't coming back because they're tired of the hypocrisy. And then you got some people out here that's going to different churches. They're trying to condemn other churches or ministries or people that still worshiping from over the line. But see, remember the double-minded man. You can't say one thing and do another and then come back on them words and expect that the words that you once uttered is going to be erased. To humans belong the plans of heart, but from the Lord comes to prosper any of the tongue. It's time that you do what you say and you say what you do. You have some people that feel as though they are so close to God that they could judge. The last I checked in the Holy Word, Jesus is the only person that's on the right hand of God. And there's things that Jesus and the Holy Spirit don't even know that God will let them know in his appointed time. Nobody, nobody on this earth can tell that lie that God is placing them to do idle work. And what I'm saying about idle work, you have some people that's out here scrutinizing this ministry. Well, why do they have church at two o'clock? Most churches have church in the morning. That's them. That's this is me. I do what God wants me to do. I can't I can't attest to what God is telling anybody else, but I know what I'm doing. But I'm led by the Holy Spirit. I was wondering, I said, well, you know, God, why are so many people asking about my ministry when for the last three years until, you know, earlier this year, this, this year, 2022, is the first year that we ever had a benefit dinner and asked for any outside help from anybody. From 2018 to 2021, we were, we were doing it on our own. Matter of fact, for the first year or so, couple years, I was doing it out of my own pocket. Then it came to me and my kids out of our own pockets. And then it came to my mom, my sister, and my aunts out of our own pockets. 
And then last year, Brother Desmond, and in uh, 2020, I think, Sister Evelyn. So, but God told me, Michelle, my plans for you is for you. I didn't give those plans to anybody else. And what we have to take knowledge of in today's time is we can't keep setting our eyes on another person's favor because what we're going to do is we are not going to receive our own favor. Commit to the Lord whatever you do. And he will establish your plans. It doesn't say commit to the Lord what they do. It says commit to the Lord whatever you do. And he will establish your plan. Some people say, well, 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 well uh, uh, Minister Douglas, I heard one of your episodes. Why do you uh, sometimes yell when, when you're preaching? I said, I don't know anything about no yelling. But the Bible talks about speaking boldly. Now, there's some pastors that you go to their church. They don't, they speak boldly in other ways. Some, they're even bolder than me. But again, that's the beauty of different churches, different religions, and different people. You go to the one that appeals to you. And if one does not appeal to you, that's not the place to go. It's not the podcast to listen to. That's the beauty of choice. See, God blesses us with free will. We have the free will to choose what we want to choose. Again, now our choices brings apart brings forth accountability if you if you choose like when when God counseled Cain and told him about going uh his face downcast Cain chose not to listen Cain chose to act on his anger and sin and harm his own flesh and blood brother, Abel. And what happened? Cain was so scared when he was chastised and disciplined by God, he said he thought he was going to die because he carried that mark of a murderer. God spared him. Was saying anybody that harms Cain, they also will have to come under punishment. So we choose, but let us choose rightfully and righteously. Some people talk about the the Old Testament, but it's this old saying my grandmother used to 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 say to me, which I don't know who uh, originally said that, but you got to know where you came from in order to know where you're going. 
You can't get to Revelations without going through Genesis and Exodus and Matthew and Luke and John. You can't do it. You're not going to understand it. The Lord works out everything to its proper end, even the wicked, for a day in disaster. You see, I don't worry about who's against me. I don't even worry about who's for me. Because I already know, like the Bible said, if, if God is for us, who can be against us? Nobody. Because at the end, just like he told Abraham, I will bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. It's as simple as that. We serve a mighty God. A mighty God we serve. A God who justifies, rectifies, and glorifies. I love God, and I'm going to tell you some aspects and reasons why. I love God because he is so real. He is so real. Because God lays down the laws, and not only does he lay down the laws, he explains. I have this thing about favoritism. And some people say, well, you know what? God has favoritism and things like that because it says in the Bible, it says God has favor on his people. But when you look at it, God favors because of action. God doesn't have favoritism. Favoritism differs from favor because all my three kids, I don't have favoritism. I don't favor my daughter because she's a girl. I don't favor my oldest because he's the oldest. I don't favor my youngest because he's the youngest. I don't do that. But I do favor them differently because my oldest son is so intelligent when it comes to computers and um, different things that you do on it and, and uh, graphic design and all of that other stuff. It ceases to, it, it just is it's wonderment. Then my youngest son, his outlook on life, you know, the way he just problem solves and he's able to uh, counsel people. And I do know that in his time, he will be a preacher. Then I have my daughter that, she is just so kind and educated. She's a nurturer, a teacher. She's also a problem solver. She can de-escalate different things. Those are favors. God favored Job because of what Job was doing. Remember, Job was a righteous man, upright man, blameless man. 
It didn't say God favored Job because he came down through the line of so and so, and he was a, 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 a Israelite or he was whatever. It didn't say that. God favored Job because of Job's favorable action. God favored A, Abel because of his favorable action. And when you go back to, to Esau and Jacob, now uh, the father favored uh, uh, the one son and the mother, uh, well, the uh, when the two twins, there was favoritism there. You know, she, uh, the mother uh, fav had favoritism towards the youngest son and, and uh, the father had favoritism to the older son, Isu, and I believe the son was Jacob, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, that's favoritism, you know, but God doesn't have favoritism. God bestows his favor because of favorable actions. So when we see things because God has called people a ministry for a certain purpose is because of what that person's favorable actions were. But if we all call on Jesus and we all live a certain favorable way, we are going to receive God's favor favor, favor according to our actions. Through love and faithfulness, sin is atoned for. Through the fear of the Lord, evil is avoided. See, you know what I tell people? I fear God and God only. And, and the beauty about it, God has taken me on this journey where I was isolated because I just could not take the hostile world. I just, I, I don't like hostility. I don't like when people try to provoke you. You know, because, and, and then God had to take me back. I literally had to be in a place of healing to understand isolation is not good. God wants you out and about. And this is going to be the hardest journey. One of the hardest journeys I've ever had to take. Because I just don't like it. And I already know the adversary and people are going to have a field day. But I have to stay near the cross. I cannot allow the action I'm 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 gonna say that differently. I cannot allow the unfavorable actions of another person to take me from my favor in God's eyes. Where God has taken me and those closest to me, only I, only I could throw that blessing away. And I can't. 
I have a legacy. I have a family. And most of all, I owe it to the lost souls that God has ordained for me to lead. Because I'm going to tell you something. God's purpose is going to be done with or without me. Seth. Seth in the Bible came to Adam and Eve after Cain killed Abel. Abel, I believe, would have been that line that Noah came out of. But because Cain killed him, God gave that line back through Seth. So when we don't do what God wants us to do, or when somebody takes us out, God has already provided that way. God's mission, his will, is not going to be stopped by nothing, no, no, no one. So I speak now to the lost souls that deal with suicidal thoughts and giving up. The devil fears you and fears your line, your legacy. Don't give up hope. Don't give up God's promise. God created us not to falter, but to prosper. And the reason why people are having such a hard time today in believing that is because the adversary is whispering in their ear. And we got to say, shut up, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Jesus conquered every single thing that we got to go through. We just got to keep our prayer, our faith, our hope. We got to keep it on. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. But you know what? Verse 8. Better a little while with righteousness than much gain with injustice. Sometimes we're going through a, a, a stage where you know, we feel, okay, we're going through this, and you know what, I turn my life around. If I was selling drugs, I'd get further in a quicker way. Or, or, or no, no, no. Injustices is like a ditch. No, injustices is like a grave. It gets deeper and deeper and harder to pull your way out. Remember, sorrow comes but for one night, but joy comes in the morning. And sometimes sorrow endures for many nights and to see happiness and peace, it seems like eternity, but you will get there. You will get there. Amen.
Praise God. Amen. Amen. Nehemiah 8 and 6 and Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen. Amen. Lifting up their hands, they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. When we receive a word from the Lord, our answer should be, Amen. Let the church say, Amen. Let the church say amen.